Before we found the man in Vancouver, before we sued the State Department, before we snuck into the graveyard of a federal penitentiary, and before we received the brown paper package that changed everything, all we had were the photographs. We'd come across them in a newspaper archive. Photos from a prison takeover in 1991 in rural Alabama. Men standing on the roof of that prison, holding a bedsheet that said, pray for us. And the strangest thing about these photos? All the men on the roof were from Cuba. One, two, three, one, two, three. I got a message to the public opinion of the United States. Who were these men on the roof? What in the world had brought them from Cuba to a prison in rural Alabama? And what had happened to make them want to take it over? You know, he just said, it was our only option. We had to do something, and this was the only thing we could think of. Even though we were a hostage and they threatened us and everything, they still treated us with dignity and respect. They're not being held because they're charged with a crime. These people were being indefinitely detained. You can't just keep these people in jail until they die. In many cases, we never heard back from them. It was like if the earth had swallowed them. We came to understand that this story was about a lot more than a prison takeover in Alabama. It was instead a sprawling story of a mass exodus across the sea, back-channel Cold War communiques, family separation, and a secret list. This man just read our names, all of our names, and then he said, there's a boat waiting for you, get everybody. And there was a continuing concern that Fidel Castro is emptying his jails and forcing boat captains to take undesirables to the United States. They get out of their boats and they walk through the water, and they're yours. What do you do with them? Searching for the men on the roof, we'd find a story about our history, about our laws, and about our ideals. A story about who has the right to have rights in this country. Those people are illegally in this country. They can, by law, be confined by the attorney general indeterminately. They were sent here with a label. And you know what we did? We accepted the label. This isn't right. What our government is doing in our name is not right. You can think of a nation as a place with a border, a set of laws, a flag, some people... But really, a nation needs a story, a story to tie the whole thing together. So what to do then about the inconvenient parts of a nation's past, the parts that call the whole thing into question? This season, we find the men on the roof, and we tell a story about how sometimes it's the lies that bind us together. I hope one day to go back to the United States. I I left my daughter when she was four years old, four. I didn't see my daughter anymore. Coming January 26th from NPR, it's season two of White Lies. 